Today's podcasts, we have the guy that Brian wish he's met six years ago and made a podcast with, Wade. Fantastic to have you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank We're you. We're concept in the building. That's right. That's right. What a second night. How does it feel to be at the table oh, now? Concept. You know, I remember the oh, first man. video I seen. You were critiquing things that we'd said and all that. Now you're here. It's great. <laughs> I love it. They ambushed me. I know what I'm about to get into now. They're like, oh, you critiqued us. They're huh? taking fucking <laughs> notes on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. We had uh, a blast last night, right? Oh, my God. What an event. What a time, man. Mate. Question, when did child protection laws come into this sort of thing for what those fights happened? Like, because yeah. there were just two... Swamps, how old Swamps? Like, uh, he's a grown man. He's no, a grown Swamps man. Grow. Swamps is grown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other guy... He didn't uh, fight like a grown man, uh, but he tried. I'll give him that. <laughs> he you know tried his best. It was those punches that really... Those. What about the spins, though? You got to rate the spins. Yeah. He was some it, NBA it, level it, spinning going on. Um, bro, that guy was going to the rim. <laughs> Would you think... Uh, I rated that he lost so much weight, but I also thought you can't learn boxing and lose that weight at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you can't learn boxing in two weeks. There was no I, I think that no. looking back at it, and as I, as I said on commentary, it was... When I heard this fight was announced, I was very skeptical. Mm -hmm. I, the, the words I heard was, he would beat Alex Wasabi. I think we can all categorically say right now, he couldn't beat an egg. Right now. No, and to be fair to... Uh, I, I, I want to say this. If... If JJ was the one with two weeks' notice, yeah. mm -hmm. and this guy, uh, Swarms, Swarm. had had four years, or whatever mm -hmm. JJ's had, the result would be the same, but split. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would, it, it, it's, this is what happens when you get a guy with loads of experience, a guy with no experience. Like, yeah. And that's not what boxing is about. Um, also, by the way, it, it goes the other way as well. So you're talking about his past. I think it goes into the future that you can flip it. Mm. He has no ambition to be in this either. So there is not really the same hunger and fight that his no opponent's going to have. No, bro, let's just call it how it is. This guy's never stepping in a ring again. He's never had another experience <laughs> like this. I hope he does, though. Can I just say, because... I agree. A, it'll never be that bad again. Right. He's had a baptism of fire with 40,000 people there for your first ever fight and yeah, you're in there with yeah. a guy who knows exactly what he's doing. But he can talk the talk he and sell a fight. promote. So I do think there's potential there, but the, the, the problem was, is no. my first thought was, okay, we got Fousey. Yeah. We got uh, Faze Temper, who didn't have an opponent at that point. We had Slim. Mm -hmm. We had Sol Papi. Mm -hmm. I was like, why wasn't one of these guys chosen instead for the main event. And now when you see the great performances by a lot of these lot fighters, of the guys, yeah. you know that the test that we wanted for JJ, it was there. which wasn't an acid test, which wasn't a Jake Paul and fast track and all of this, or a right. Tommy Fury, but a reasonable test to gauge where JJ is. The problem is we're 24 hours on now. We have no clue how good JJ is. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell from the last three years to now what the improvements are. Yeah, but there's no path of resistance. Nothing. It's a hot knife through butter every yeah. time. And have, but having said that, did we learn anything about what do we what did we actually see him do in the ring? Because to me, I'm it's not. It's hard to look good, unfortunately, and that's the problem. Is that's he, another thing. Did, did he did he look good? Like yeah, kind of. But it's hard to look good, good. When the other guy's running away from the entirety, it's of hard time. to catch him. Yeah. It's hard to, you, you're trying to pin a mouse down, yeah. in the, you know, as, right. as a cat here. Yeah. You know, it's when the other guy's throwing at you, you're actually more likely to mm -hmm. land and mm -hmm. to, to to show what you know as Sol Papi yeah. did. If you engage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the problem with K, I mean, one thing we did learn: he's in freakish shape. We knew this kind of, but. To have two fights one night, to be able to cool down your motor, right? To bring that adrenaline rush all the way back down, lose all that momentum, 
get back in the locker room, have to rest, and then build it right back up again. That's tough to do. And, and I know can it's I, not... Can I ask? Yeah. Do you actually think he was... Do you think there was any trepidation from JJ? Because you, you not, guys have both been around him. I didn't see the same fear or fighting no. face that we saw in the past from KSI. No, this was a walk and, in the park. And that's yeah. not, yeah, and that's not a critique from me. No. I, it, but I think when you want to become an athlete, or I, I, I think you get analyzed like that. Was, when you say, not trepidation, but frustration, right. there was a moment where he was like, I can't quite get my hands on this it's guy. Just, it wasn't all there. They yeah. didn't, he didn't put it together the way he wanted to, and I because know... He's, he's used to sparring with people who are trading. Say, and I know that's not necessarily yeah. his fault, because dudes were doing 360s in the middle of the ring, and, and Pineda's taking a knee, and then popping up, and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, then KSI just wants to get it done. Let's just, you know, get it banged on, let's go forward. But what I will say was, when the first time I interviewed him at the first part of the night, he was ready to go, switched on, and the second... Same thing, but I don't think it was ever going to be KSI feeling trepidation versus the opponent. It was just him versus himself, right? <laughs> right? It was him being able to handle that moment, handle all the expectation, all of the build to this thing, and then go out and put on that performance for however many, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 people. So for me, this felt more about a, a, a soft launch for a boxing company yeah. or a boxing series of yeah. things that are yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And I get it. A, I, a very soft launch. The, the, thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I actually think there are a lot of, there are a lot of pluses on the night, right? Like I was in there oh my God, yeah. for a little while. Sure, I didn't have a seat, but I was yeah, in there for a little while. Can we, can we do this? Can we, can yeah. we, can we, because... We, Logan and uh, his team just came in here and I was saying like... Just missed him. Right. Um, we were having a similar conversation, uh, with similar problem with, uh, that each other had on the night, which was like, I'm like, okay, I'm presenting, I'm commentating. Mm -hmm. I asked for 10 tickets for my friends, the kickoff boys, all of that. Yeah. One of them travelled for two, two hours hours, to yeah. get there. So no. you're like, these fucking tickets better be there, by the way, because I've told my friends. Like, yeah. And I'm thinking... I'm a big part of the show, not that I'm the big name or anything like that, and I'm not acting like I'm right. a diva, but the the least I would expect, because I didn't do this for money, I did it for the experience, the yeah. fun, the yeah, yeah, enjoyment, yeah, yeah. same as I always have. No tickets. Uh, Loz, Loz was fucked over, uh, didn't have a proper ticket. Right. No, he was threat like shit by security. It's such we, a Lawrence McKenna story, though. Yeah. Such a, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Story. So what happened? Well, so we have our little crew, and Gio, Gio and um, yeah. his girlfriend turned up a little bit earlier. So they, we had the behind-the-camera behind the crew. Right, and, right. And the lads yeah, Brian was looking after everyone. This wasn't yeah. just a brand deal. So <laughs> we, we, we turned, well, they turned up there. They turned up a little bit earlier than us. Took three tickets, easy. Just go over to the side bit. Great. We were like, okay, awesome. So we get there. There's about three different places giving out tickets. Big, big long line of people. Yeah. There's clearly an influencer area. Theo Baker didn't have a, couldn't get his tickets either, and nor could uh, Reeve and those kind of guys. Bear in mind, Theo Baker, like, you he's know, the he reason. is one of the originals. The reason. Yeah, so he deserves to be there. So, yeah, like, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's an originator. Yeah. So, anyway, Brian's name. Uh, no, maybe it's under True Geordie. Maybe it's Lawrence McKenna. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Every time... Maybe it's under Real Geordie, no, as no, Todd kept calling Right, right. right. <laughs> I told him at one point. <laughs> I, was like, slap. I was sitting ringside, I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we get no tickets. So in the end, the woman goes, look, the reality is I've already given you tickets to someone else. Uh, your ticket, these are your numbers. I'll write down these numbers. I'm just going to give you any ticket. You go scan it, walk in, go into the middle, find it ringside, yeah. and you guys can check, Right. So I try and go ringside, can't go ringside. The guy goes, with all due respect, there are a lot of YouTubers here tonight. You could be anyone. I was like, this is a great night. <laughs> 
Uh, Laura's, you could Laura's be the anyone. Kind of getting the, uh, <laughs> get, the normal special treatment. No, yeah. no, no, by the this way, your normal the, guy. the funniest part of that is the guy says that to me and then someone goes, Lawrence, can I get a picture, please? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course, bro, of course. And I just look at the guy like, of course, this is what normal people do every yeah, day. Right? We just take pictures of the randoms. Yeah. So then we get, we get down ringside. There's a guy <laughs> sitting in the seats, mm. right? And uh, the security calls him out and they go, you know, uh, what's going on here? And he goes, listen, man, I paid $20,000 for these tickets to be in these seats. And then he goes... Anthony Joshua's ringside tickets don't even cost that. Is that, that you know, he's talking shit. Yeah. So what? literally he goes, and my grandma's here. <laughs> so I was like, bring what? Pretty granny. So I look She's at his... She's a huge KSI fan. Yeah. Six-year-old woman sitting there and I literally look at Houdini security and I go... I'm not moving that woman. I'm not fucking moving it. Yeah. And I just went, I give up. And I just, and the guy was like, oh, we'll see what we can do. No one did anything. Like, we, it was just a complete waste of time. So, and Logan, so I thought that this would have been like a, oh, maybe it's, it's a me thing, you know, maybe right. he didn't care about me. Logan was like, nah, same shit, I'm nuts, bro. What? Same shit. Yeah, because they didn't get in so until they, later they on. They basically allowed Logan and a couple of his guys yeah, yeah, because he's Logan and everyone yeah. knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. even they were fucked over. So, in terms of organizing and looking after people, definitely, like, I give an example, it was like six o'clock and I was in my pants and they, like, I get a message saying like, yeah, I think you're uh, wanted downstairs. I'm like, I don't know, am I? You know, so <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that there's... Um, Improvements, for sure. However, Things what I will, I do want to say, not all negative, the production in terms of the way the show looked Amazing. was Amazing. immaculate. Amazing. The, the sound, the, the the level of quality throughout yeah. was, was I mean, the entrances, it was all amazing. And oh, to yeah. see that we've come from the copper box and, I mean, the, the walkie-talkie times, yeah. uh, it, it's improved a lot. So it's not all, I think the zone are a, a great place for this yeah. to happen. Yeah. And, I, and it, it is the first one. Right. But, like... I, you know, I heard there was an after party on. I'm like, oh right, great. So uh, let's, do it, yeah. let's get. Oh, oh right, uh, not for not for me then, because I'm only yeah. presenting the show then. But having yeah. said that, the sound was great. Back in and that sound was yeah, the, the sound, sound was, was good. And, and I'll say this: when I was like, I this is my my first one, right? And so for me, I'm just. Where do you need me? I'll do whatever I need to do. You, you did know. a great job. I appreciate that. Yeah. No. I really wanted, yeah. by the way, I did. I really wanted you on uh, commentary as the play-by-play yeah. -play guy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against Todd, because uh, Todd was great. And actually, Todd having, was a man. Having experienced head he there was great, but I did. I made no. I mean, you were there in the yeah. production meeting. I said yeah. I want me and Wade commentating. <laughs> yes, you know, not in a nasty way. And then, like on the morning of, it's like, oh, by the way, Chris Eubanks uh, working yeah. with you guys as well. Yeah. Nothing against Chris as well, but I was like, Chris Eubank Junior or Chris uh, Junior. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought we had a legend in the building for a minute. I, I, I actually, I, I actually said to Chris when I met him, "All right, Chris, so I went, uh, interviewed your dad once. I went uh, asked him a lot of boxing questions. Just talked about Sunday school for two hours, <laughs> and like he, 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 he didn't know. I could say he didn't know how to take right, me, yeah. but over the night he warmed up to me. Yeah, yeah. We had a bit of a laugh, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it was just a bit. I thought because it was with DAZN, mm -hmm. we'd be a bit more uh, fleshed out, yeah. planned out. I didn't think things would be as last minute at times as they were. However, hopefully it came off all right. You what, know what I mean? What I really liked about it is what JJ also attached to it in the press conference you did though. Because those kind of things can be a little bit flat sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, where you've got to ask these corporate questions mm -hmm. and go in the mm -hmm. top corner. Yeah, that was top top left corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. As as the uh, the moderator always is top top <laughs> as far away from everyone as possible. Possible next to Deji. I was giving. It, it's a good thing I have a long neck because yeah, like, right. Uh, you crane that around. Yeah, right. That was good. So, so you nailed that by the way. But with that, you you uh, I think JJ did deliver a good.
the message that it's about. It is about the people who are taking part. And very often I think people can forget that like yeah. behind the scenes. It can be a bit like, let's cream off as much as we can here. Mm. Let's just like get any event out there. Doesn't matter if the people get paid. This is kind of the start of something. I think it is good. Yeah. Broadly, it's good. Uh, I'll be honest. If if every experience was like that, I don't know how many of them I would want to mm, sure. do mm. because yeah, there was a moment in the in the night where I was like, "Yeah, I think this is my last one." <laughs> like, yeah. please do it again, though. No, you will, you will do it no, again. I, though, I love the fights. Me ringside talking about the fight. That's what it's about. That's my happy place. That's what it's about. Right? Yeah. But it was the other stuff around. Right. I was like, oh. in the hotel in your pants. In the pants, yeah. Yeah. Hotel in the pants. In the pants. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think you should do it again because I, I think once you do it a couple more times, I think you get a taste for it and you'll sort of. I do love it. Yeah. I don't know if it loves me though. I had a what lot of mean? backlash on social media. Oh, right, what kind of thing? I, what are we talking about happen. here? Well, oh, they can all happen. suck my nuts, but. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Um, but, <laughs> who's, who's this guy in that that suit? Uh, or, it, it was or, just like Jordy knows nothing. Yada yada. I'm like, you do know, like I, I was going to say, I break proper boxing down. People, and, I think people like. I'll take this over because people look at me as like some savant in in boxing and and mixed martial arts. But sure, guys, pick yourself up, sure. Yeah, no, you know that's what I do. But fun. he has been doing this and doing it more accurately than sometimes I or anyone else does. Even I remember back to the sometimes I remember back to the Connor and, and Dustin talks where was it US, the UFC or BT Sport brought you on? Yeah, and with Don Hardy you, and Darren Till. Yeah. He was spot on mm. with everything he said, and the guys that are in the room that are supposed to be paid to do this, and nothing against them weren't and he had it from five six months beforehand and he saw it before anyone else did and he saw it many times before anyone else. and i get i you know i have a look and i have a way about me that yeah. sort of rubs people lovely up the wrong way it. sometimes you know not, not necessarily a lovely way about but me. you know what i think it is and i get it like um i actually think a lot of these events uh and this is a problem in most influencer stuff at the moment they want it to go off without a hitch Mm. So they want these kind of engineered moments of uh, like, uh, they call it false jeopardy, right? But they want these engineered moments of JJ's coming to the ring. Something's going to happen here. And and the same happens with UFC and anything else where those people have got too much investment in the influencer. So they can't say what's really going on, but it makes it plain and boring. So you need someone in the room, the catfish, to keep nipping away at people to do that. That that was the one thing I felt when we had the production meetings was I was like, hmm ultimately, and this is no disrespect to anyone in those meetings because they're all professionals and yeah. doing professional Absolutely. boxing. Absolutely. But what I thought was like creatively, I'd love to have more of an input in... Because it's... it's So like to take the weigh-in show, for example. There's this camera. It's fucking... Oh, all the over boom the cam. I'm like, mate, I'm like, just... Get get us in shot. It was a Michael Bay film. You know, like it, <laughs> it was so. It was a little frustrating. Like there's this cookie. Well, that'll be wacky because this is what all the kids are doing. You know, and you, right. when you realise the age difference between the people on camera and the people behind camera, yeah, DAZN like to put themselves across as a bit of a forward thinking. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Game change, as Eddie Hearn said. Right. And when you actually look at the behind the scenes, that's where you realise well. If you want to change the game, you need to bring in some young, fresh, new ideas. Yeah. And I think that that would do them the world of good, not just for the influence of boxing events, but all of their stuff, because they do seem to want to move yeah. in that direction. Well, I mean, look but, at me, but is you. It, but is it a tagline? Not me. That's where not. reality is, it's, you're still using the old white guys. You know what I mean? Right, like, no, yeah, don't yeah. put yourself down like that. No offense. Uh, <laughs> no offense. Um, but no, I... I'm giving them credit, but I'm also saying what I think could be done better. Yeah. And ultimately, 
That's what it's Sky, going to take to move in, forward. Though. Sky yeah. could never do this. Sky no. are so set in their ways. Yeah, yeah. Sky are so behind the times. So I've got to give the zone credit as the forward-thinking brand. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, yeah, but keep going in that direction. Right, keep pushing it. Yeah. yeah, you. Yeah, and I think hopefully they learn a lot from this one. Yeah, no, like I said, it was, it was my first one. Um, I, I everyone that I worked with, and and you know the people that helped us behind the scenes. Could we just say on the day of, we thought Wade was doing the in-ring interviews. Yeah. And then the, the day of it was yeah. like, actually, no, you're not. You're just backstage all night. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was so disappointed for you yeah. because, A, I wanted you to either be commentating or in the ring. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, oh, that's not where Wade belongs. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But who, sorry, who, so who did end up commentating and then doing the in ring? It was me. But, but, and I'm privileged to do that. Man, I'm not going to, no, but I'm not complaining. But oh, gut, gutted for you, mate, gutted. Who would be doing those? Because I am going to need to, I think I've done that before, so I do. Hey, I had words back in the meeting. He did. Yeah, yeah right, okay. He knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian came in and laid the law down. But right. no, everybody that I worked with, I, I was so grateful for. I'm not going to name their names. They know who they are, but. I I, it, I took it as a learning experience for myself, you know, mm -hmm. and I got to, I, I just try to soak up everything because, you know, we work in the content side and that side we know very well, right? To the point where we can out talk and, and, and really just put information that they just don't know out on people. But on the professional side and on the on the, the side that I really want to delve into more, I'm just soaking up little things here and there and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. Even backstage, I don't even know if you guys got all the packages. We did pre-rec interviews with everybody. And I don't think they they you know filmed them all or they put them yeah. out all. But I was dragging my my PA around and just like, hey, we gotta go get Fuzzy, we gotta go get Deji, we gotta go get Kenny. Since there, like there was one pre-event interview that has gone semi-viral between uh, Joe Weller oh, and yeah. the manager yeah. of KSI, Mams Taylor, Mams, who right. all of a sudden, like. He's I don't know. Star. Six months ago, we didn't know who he is. Now he's challenging Joe Weller to get in the boxing ring with him. No, no, not even that. He was challenging Joe Weller, and this is one of my favorite bits, boxing to ring. a street fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go out back and that, was, that was strange. That whole exchange was odd. Yeah. It was odd. Um, and I thought, it's, I thought to myself, if you were my manager... Would I want you threatening other? Like, I, I, I thought you know you, maybe you should just be let the YouTubers do the YouTube thing. Yeah. I understand you love JJ, he's your guy, everything, you yeah. business partner, rightly so, yeah. protective. Yeah, but you have to understand that there's a game going on here, and mm -hmm. your role in that game is not to get in the game. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I felt like Joe was doing what Joe should be doing, and making the if anything helping sell the. I was going to say really. Joe could have been and maybe still is could yeah. be a player in this thing. Yeah, I think you know? I think I all I'm saying is like I'm not uh, saying Mams uh, did anything crazy, no. but I think when he looks back at it as an older man, he'll go, I probably should have just left that. Yeah, that, that one was probably a misstep. Yeah, and when I think, Joe starts patting him on the shoulder. Yeah, Joe won that confrontation. I mean, I don't have any vested interest in this, so I can say it, but I, I think Joe won the confrontation because Joe understood the rules of the exchange. I don't think Mams fully understood. When Mams said something like, or I will, he sort of started to threaten Joe and, and that's when Joe was like, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, and that's the thing, like Joe's well-versed in that. And yeah, he does beef. He does, does beef, he does YouTube. Yeah, good at it. And I love Mams and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of Misfits, yeah, his own. But that, yeah, I think you'll look back and say that was a misstep. I th like I say, there's a lot of learning going on. But again, and Mams, one. Mams by, uh, when I had a little chat with him, he said, mate, the last three months, <laughs> I've been learning. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was telling him too, I was like, the fight game is mad. 
Yeah. This is, this is that first kind and, of And to have a main they... event pull out on your first big event, that's a pain in the arse. For them um, to keep it together, fair play to them, you know, going and finding guys. And, and yes, it wasn't the level that we're looking for for JJ. Can we talk about Pineda? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. so weird. It was odd. For, for a pro to get in there. And that's why when they were like talking about, oh, he's a pro boxer, I was like, no. Like, he, <laughs> just, like just no. no. Um, he... Yeah, can, we, can we talk about the pro. press conference before sure, and, yeah, and yeah. the weigh-in? Yeah, And by that, what I mean is, uh, why did he put the sunglasses on? And also, why... You know, you know, a real Stunting boxer... Stunting on him, honestly. Just I get it. And, but it felt very much... I felt like he was ready for his high school... Uh, oh, like yearbook yeah. thing or like his graduation. Yeah, when he had that blazer on, that yeah. was a little like a little big. His dad's blazer, big, yeah. whatever. Uh, mate, the whole. Here's the thing. Though, he's obviously him. not a rich guy, though. I, uh, exactly. I'm not, I'm not I was gonna say. Yeah. Here's the thing. He probably, you know, again on a very short notice. I mean, I know from from behind the scenes work, they were just trying to get him to get a picture for the passport so they get him in. It was that close, right? He didn't it was, have a passport. Well, he was just trying to get everything done. I think right. his picture, something expired, yeah, right. and they were like, "Oh, we got to get you know stuff done really quickly." And so this guy, out of his element completely, and again, not in this scene at all, has no idea who KSI is, even said so. He's like, I've never heard of him, I have no idea. So he's doing his best, but it was definitely a guy that was just completely over out of his scene. Like he had no idea where he was at and what he was doing. Did either of you get any insight into how the replacements were chosen through working with these guys? No, I mean, listen, you it's tough to know. It feels like they put their hand in a bucket and just- it's, Yeah, right. Uh, no, no, it feels like they literally ripped the yellow pages up and then just picked the first phone number out of it. Like it's that's tough, what I'm trying man. to work it's out. It's tough, I don't, I don't exactly know. Um, I just know that every the way that things were done, at least what it looked like for me was, who do we know that's either one that needs an opportunity, can accept it quickly, mm. and can give some legitimacy to it? And that was why I think Pineda was brought the legitimate side of it, the pro boxing side. And of course, I don't think anybody's saying this from that side, from the back end, but I think everyone knows that was a, a storyline power move, right? JJ gets the first pro boxer, regardless of the talent level skill, the name, the, the label pro boxer mm -hmm. before Jake does. That was the idea in my mind for them, the marketing ploy from them. Can now, I, but can I ask then? When you see him in the ring and you see he, he is clearly not acting like a pro boxer. That's the thing. He, he was grimacing every time he got touched in any way. Yeah. I'm not paid pro to hit hard, but like, you, got, you ain't got no. a poker face, bro. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. But that is part of it. Don't though. play cards. And that's We're the thing. For it. It, yeah. it, it worked up until the fight started, right? As far as like, this is the pro boxer, this is this, you know, I'm fighting a pro before Jake is. Right. But then you go in and you, if, if you want to break it down, skill for skill, talent for talent, Tyron Woodley eats that kid alive. Right, like absolutely. I mean, it doesn't go past. Gib does as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah. They, we could go down the list of Jake opponents that <laughs> yeah. that would you know have their way with that guy. But people on the undercard of that. Oh yeah, that guy there's a lot of guys on the undercard that would have had their way. Yeah, with. he wasn't good, and uh, and it's not and it's not his fault, right? Like the guy again pulled out of his element, did what he's supposed to do, but. I don't know what was going on with the taking the knee, and he was complaining a lot with shots behind the head. And, and JJ does swing wild sometimes right. in fair play, but he was a lot of them away weren't. A lot, most of them weren't on the back of the head. That no, thing. and, and right there was points the where he was getting body shot, and he was looking at the referee like, "Are you going <laughs> to let him do that to me?" And I'm like, "Do you know what pro boxing is?" I thought you. There was a point where he was stopping it, and sort of the referee he took a body shot, and the, he and he looked at the ref and then took a knee. The referee was, was like, explaining to him stuff, and I was like, "Mate." 
this is over. Yeah. He's quit. Yeah. Like he quit multiple times in there. And the ref, by the <laughs> way, the referees him. were terrible. It was a it was a very mm. up and down scale because the, there were some very quick, like diving in front of guys for standing eights. And then there were some were like like in the main event where the referees just kept letting him take the knee and get back up and take the knee so and get bizarre. back up. But similar to that, then, do you know how well the referees knew each fight? Because that I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to know if, if the referee was told in this yeah. fight, you know, it's obviously it's King Kenny. So yeah. these there was two a guys moment are... at the end where one of the referees was literally like outside filming JJ in the oh, ring, and I was like, on, bro, come on, have some respect. I know, right? And that's the that's supposed to be have official some dignity, you know? Yeah, mate. And I was like, that's why you referee the way you did tonight. No, you're, you're yeah. like you look like a fan who just turned up, right? And now you, it's the the influencer boxing scene, the crossover boxing scene, right? So. You know, some of these referees, I'm sure, are used to, you know, refing amateurs and maybe low-level pros and even, you know, maybe into the mid-tier. So they're used to seeing, let's be honest, some of the fights weren't very competitive. Like, Saul Poppy went and starched Andy Worski, starched him, right? And so as the card goes on, seeing those fights happen, maybe you want to protect the guys because you've just seen a guy get there, knocked there was, out cold. There was one moment in the night which really rubbed me up the wrong way when I look back at it, when Kenny was... Uh, that's really rocked. That's the big one. He jumped in so quick. I yeah. mean, it was like, have you ever seen Twilight where uh, the guy jumps in and saves her from the car that's about <laughs> yeah, to kill her? Yeah, yeah. It was like that. I was right. like, mate, I bet you never expected me to quote Twilight. Absolutely. I was going to say, who's going to pick him up Did on that first? Verbatim, too. Unbelievable. You watched yeah. it last night. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's one give out. Watched no it a couple one. times. Hey, we all know why we watch Twilight, guys, okay? Oh, Pat, just, that's that, right. Don't judge. Yeah. Okay. But the point I'm making is he dived in there and yeah. saved Kenny from yeah. what could have been a knock follow up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it like, could. He, I mean, he was really in trouble. I mean, he literally stopped Sensei's right hand from landing as Mate, he was trying to follow up. That is astounding. Like, yeah. if, if, if we were talking about a real pro fight there, which this is supposed to be, yeah. you'd be accused of match fixing at that point. It yeah. was so. Out of order, and, and it's is, not that I want Kenny to get hurt. No, but, no, no. But, but because it went to the judges, it was a big factor. It, it, it ended up being a big it, factor. That was a big factor because yeah. you give Kenny that time to recover, which in a normal fight wouldn't have happened. Right. And no, and that's why I say you know because the fight right before them, or I think so, was Saul Poppy, and he had Andy wobbled and followed up with two more as he was going to the ground, and Andy went snoozeville, right? And I, I don't know this, so I can't, I can't confirm or anything like that, but maybe a referee seeing that and being like, holy fuck, these guys are not matched well at all. Right. And then the next fight, Sensei wobbles Kenny in 10 seconds, 15 yeah. seconds, and he's like, fuck, here we go again. You know, and maybe wanted to jump in there before it got bad again. But again, I agree. It, it, you, know, you can't jump in there because now you're talking about, and, and this was something I didn't quite understand, and I, and I do want to say this, Kenny... And we'll talk about this fight, but Kenny performing the way he did, it, it puts him in a tough spot because everyone's pointing the finger at Kenny like, oh, you robbed us, you, you. It's not his and it fault. happens again. It's not his fault at yeah. all. Completely not his fault. That's why and, when, when I came back from, I, I, right, so I came back from the toilet, right? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, good, job well done, Sensei. Yeah. And they were like, you don't have to do the post-fight interview. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't need to anyway because I know who's won. I'm just going to yeah. go to the toilet, come back. I see Wade's face, right? <laughs> I was, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, no yeah. way. Yeah, no yeah, way. Totally, yeah. like, what was the reaction? I was like, what? What? He's like, Sensei lost. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. My face is I know. Like, we're having this was, moment. I'm I like, I should be on commentary, but I'm in shock right now. <laughs> yeah. I come back and then they try to move on to the next fight. And I'm oh. like, hold up, hold up, hold up. What have I what have I just been told here? I was like, Kenny was great. There's yeah. no he fought valiantly and he really dug deep. But right. there was just no way, in my opinion, he won that fight. Yeah. And it 
There, there was two moments of any any real danger in right. that fight. Both of them were Sensei swinging the hammer. Yeah, so th this is the way I saw it scored. And this is what apparently the judges told Kenny and, and Sensei. I think they even showed him cards. This They said that when Sensei rocked Kenny early and Kenny got his standing eight, that Kenny, quote unquote, dominated the rest of the round. And I, I watched that fight back <laughs> last night in the room. And and again, I, Kenny's jab was so amazing. Dominated? I, Yes, hold, yeah. So Kenny's jab was great, and it, and it really did put Sensei in a, in a place where he wasn't as aggressive as he wanted no, to be. No, but let's be honest, though. But in Kenny the, didn't dominate a single round in no, the so, whole yeah, fight. Exactly. Not one round. So this is what I was going to say. It was a say. competitive fight, right. but two rounds were more uh, for one guy. Exactly. Yeah, so it, that's where it's clear. And that's what I was going to say, and, and I watched the rest of the first round, and I think Kenny throws maybe four or five more punches, and Sensei parries three, three or four of them. And he, may, he, he I think he got a jab to the body off, but Sensei's also coming back and it, it wasn't a lot of activity after that point from Sensei or Kenny, right? It was just Kenny on the front foot and that pressure and ring control. And I, I think so much is given to- Kenny took the center of the ring, but yeah. I wouldn't even call it like, I wouldn't call that domination in any way, shape or and, form. In that round, I wouldn't either. And that's why I was like, that's gotta be a 10-8. Absolutely. We go to number two and I do think Kenny gets number two. I think that's his round, mm. right? And then we go to three. Uh, and again, how he got number two was on his jab. He didn't throw his right hand. It was a kind of smart thing that he didn't because Sensei, the whole game plan, we talked about this off camera and he's probably not gonna like that I said this, but his whole game plan was he had seen Tommy just never swing a left hand in the, in the, in the Kenny fight and he wanted to land that big left hook. He wanted to bait in, step, boom, and throw over the top and Kenny never gave him the opportunity because he got touched in that first round. He and got I, rocked. I gotta give credit because I did hear the corner. I thought Daly did a very good job. He was with, smart with, with his pressure, man. Bringing his brother back into yeah. the right frame of mind. He was like, in his, yeah. he knew what he needed. We've, you know, uh, seen how family can be when yeah, the, the yeah. boxing game. And uh, the advice he gave him was, yeah. was solid. He he got his brother in the best Switched possible right back, yeah. place to have a chance of winning that fight. Yeah. However, I still don't think that that happened. No, no. And I was going to say, I think round three goes to Sensei. Again, he lands the more you know damaging shots. And I think, again, I watched it last night. I was marking tallies down. I think he outlanded him in the third. Uh, it was close, though. Obviously, the jab was working for Kenny. And again, I think a lot was given to ring generalship. But when we're scoring boxing... But it was damaging, wasn't it? I touch from, you. From sensei. Exactly. I touch you, you don't touch me. Or if we're both landing, who's landing more heavy shots? Who's damaging more shots? And then three or four, we're talking about ring generalship and control, right? We're talking about... And we're not giving any credence to defensive responsibility. Where sensei, the jabs are coming, but we're parrying and slipping, rolling under jabs... That also counts as well, right? Defensive ring generalship is something that also counts. But round four, toss up. Honestly, I, you go back, there was not a lot of activity. And then that last flurry. So I could even see if you wanted to, Kenny four, cool. I think it was three, one, maybe two, two. But even with two, two, the first round being 10, eight, it has to go to Sensei, in my opinion. That's, that's what I see. I agree. Uh, it's, it's clear as day. But again, let's not act like if anybody else is in there with Sensei, they don't go to sleep after that right hand in the first no, round. No, Kenny, Kenny showed a lot in his two fights and he's picked hard fights to start off with. And, that's, and I respect that's, that. And that's the tough part with Kenny too is you look at a guy like Salt Poppy who is very talented. He's in there with, and no disrespect to Andy, but he's in there with a guy that shouldn't have been in there with him. You're looking at Dean the Great who's very talented. Evil Hero was not ready for him. Kenny cannot get a fight where he can just show his skill and that's what's the most frustrating part is because now... You can't go backward, right? You, you've had Sensei. Mm -hmm. Maybe you know what you know what he could do. Now the temper fight's there. The rematch is there. It, it, that seemed like the reason he wanted to fight Sensei in the first place yeah. was to get back to temper. 
Uh, it's there now. I've got to give so credit to Kenny. He's definitely improving. Amazing fight uh, for and Kenny. It, it was it was a very. Those are the fights that will give him the experience that it, when he does get clipped in future, he's like I've been here before. Yeah, he won't panic next time. And and it's actually going to make him into a much better fighter. Even though, in my opinion, he's lost his first two fights. Even though it was like one and one or whatever. Yeah, no. Sensei, I think he'll kick himself because. Um, I think he had the skills to get yeah. to finish. He, he that. already is. We yeah. talked about it. He said, "I just he, he, I wish I was he, more active." He kept mm. saying before the fight, "I want a war," but unfortunately, and this is the reality, in my opinion, with all due respect, Sensei just isn't a nasty, spiteful fighter like a Jake Paul or a KSI. He hasn't got that in his heart. He's he's a lovely guy. He's a great guy. This this is a man who teaches uh, martial arts to kids. <laughs> you know, it's just not who he is. Yeah. So while he has possibly some of the best skills in the space, yeah. he just doesn't have the the evil in him yeah, listen, to, to was, make it work. It was also that and and I, I asked Sensei, I was like, you know, we talk, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be like in his I was like, what happened? You know? He was like, honestly, like one of them, the things was Kenny's jab. It was like, it was really hard to get around because he couldn't see it. And that was something he kept telling me. I couldn't see it. Mm. He's like, it, in, in the temper fight, Kenny showed his jab. It was like a little more forced, try yeah. to get out to temper, who's a longer guy. Yeah. You have to deal with that this time. And he couldn't see that jab. He was afraid if he couldn't see his jab, then he couldn't see his right hand. Uh, and I get that. And but I, but I, I, I can, I can level with you on that. That sensei it might not because one, he talked about it. This is probably his last one. And now knowing that he was in there for that last time, maybe some of that was there in his head to be like, okay, let's. I, I've already had my my score in the first round. I already got another one in the third. Let's just, you know, what I'm saying, let's go ahead and coast his way out. That, yeah, but that war mentality wasn't there, in my opinion. And it, and, and you know who it was on the other side was was Kenny was was you know trying to force that action was trying to get it done. But it was just you're taking on one of the better guys in the scene. And one, one thing I want stuff. to say, I spoke to uh, a, a good friend, uh, Adam Cattrall, who uh, works for uh, BT Sport, yeah. does the UFC stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he said, that fight was the eye-opener of the night for him where he went, okay, this is high, this can, high quite high can, level yeah. compared to what he had expected. Yeah. So well done to Kenny Ann uh, Sensei for, for basically gaining that respect of for course. us as a community to show, hey, we got some fucking I was gonna really say, good guys here. Kenny, whatever's next for Kenny is only, in my opinion, only up because his stock went up in my, like I know people were you know, pointing the finger at me like, oh, you didn't, his stock went up in my opinion. Mm. Like it, it, it's only up from here because he's well, taken two fights that no one else would take and now he's the guy, I guarantee you this, he's the guy that no one will want. Mm. I guarantee that. And you I, know what I'd I, like to say? I'm, uh, you say yours and I'll say mine, go. Salt Poppy versus Ooh. Kenny. I was gonna say Slim. Uh, oh, Slim. Because ah, yeah. I feel like you give him a winner, right? Because mm. even if he lost this one, you can't go backward. You can't give him Andy Worst. I, I feel like you know? KSI's or Tempo, fight, maybe, Tempo. KSI's next fight should be either Slim or Salt Poppy. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Why don't we talk about that one? I, I, do you know who I would like it to be? Slim. Because Slim will talk that shit. Yeah, let's talk about the Slim fight. Yeah. Um, it, and it, whereas... Sol Papi, I don't know if he can break. Like, if Sol, Sol Papi, the thing about him, his selling point is his hands. Deadly. Like, I think he. I mean, he does this for no, for a reason. I think he might be. Salt, man. I think That's, he was the most, like, wow. Oh, yeah. Last, last night, it was like the, oh, fuck, like, yeah. you are a problem. Yeah. And if he did that to Kenny, 
That's the point where I'm like, I don't care if he can talk shit or not at JJ. Throw him in. You gotta mate. be in there with gotta him. Throw him in. Whereas in the meantime, I think Slim Slim can sell. Slim can sell the fight. And that's yeah. what we we didn't have anyone who was gonna poke his finger in JJ's chest and yeah. give him something back and be like, You ain't catching up to me, you're not on my level, all that. Yeah. Slim is so good at that. That's that's the fight to me. Bro, also, so, go it's, ahead, the, it's the mental dynamic of that as well. Yeah. I think JJ's had Joe Weller, straight, straight man. Mm. Uh, Logan Paul, not gay, definitely. straight, definitely man. a straight man. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and then he's had hetero, and then he's had two guys who are probably the, the straight guy in the the relationship there between the two of them. Yeah, and they're always the guy. So he calls himself but J- the nightmare. JJ was always the wild motherfucker, the wild guy, yeah. the guy who was together, yeah. unpredictable. You didn't necessarily know where he was going to come from. Yeah. He was the one who was talking shit more than the other guy, yep. or the better shit, or the stuff that you knew was getting into people's heads. Put him up against Slim, and then see who's the who's almost like the stranger one out of right. these two. This willing, it's like putting him up against the Joker. Yeah, it's like who's yeah, more seriously. willing to go to that weird place yeah. and Slim, be like Slim will bring it out of him, again. and that's the point. And, and, yeah. and also, Slim is a real test. Like yeah. that knockout on on Temper. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Uh, so if you want to talk about that fight, I, I was I obviously watching it. There's a clip of me and, and Rachman Jr. I was sitting next to Hassem almost all night, which mm. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was trying to get at your boy Logan all night. Really? Yeah. I don't know oh. if you... I, th- I think he's had a taste of the money. He's like, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to... I think to, that's to a mistake, though. Logan in, some words, in fighting yeah. in him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Logan I don't know. In, in on the same journey as... Yeah, uh, I think they're on... Yeah. I, I would say, Logan, go do WWE, do what you're... But that was what he was saying. But anyway... Him and I react to it. We're about to just run into the ring. We're like, oh, you know, because Slim with the with the knockout. But what I saw in that fight was one. This is what Wally Temper's coach told me after the fight. He goes, we we were sitting there watching Sensei, and when Sensei, you know, he didn't get the nod, he's like, Tommy's whole body just went like flush, like he was just completely zoned out, like he lost interest in everything he was doing at that point in the locker room, right? And that can really happen. You see a teammate go out there and get starched, which since I didn't, but still the, the unfortunate loss. We've seen people like Paddy and Molly yeah, yeah. each other. It's in tough, the right? It's it, tough. Can, it can lift you, but yeah. it can hurt. And Tommy yeah. said, he's like, I'm never turning the TV on again in that room. Like I, it just, it messed with me so much. He's like, I just came out cold. I didn't feel like I was on rhythm at all. And you could see, he didn't look like his timing was there at all, but that also has to do with Slim. Mate, Slim's a complex guy. And what Slim was doing to Tommy that a lot of guys can't do to Tommy because he's so tall was he had enough range to get inside on Tommy, right? And it was something, you know, jab, put his head in his chest, but after the exchange where either we were in the clinch and separating or where Tommy was just not necessarily, his hands weren't in the right spot. He negated the things that Tommy does well yeah. by uh, basically kind of clinch go, uh, yeah. you know, jab, get a hold of him. Yeah. You know, get my shots off. And then clinch. the break, right? Yeah. He would stick his head in his chest and Kenny did some of this stuff to Tommy too, but he just wasn't long enough to get to him. Yeah. And he throws the big over right hand and he clips Tommy on the chin. And then Tommy wants to have that little war inside because he won those exchanges with Kenny when he came forward, right? Kenny would throw Tommy two, three, four after. Uh-huh. This time, Slim would throw, Tommy comes back, Slim's throwing two, three, four after, and that fourth one puts him down. Nuts. Mate. Nuts. Knockout as well. Like- all, all week in the lobby, I had him in the face-to-face. Uh, I, I did the face-to-face in the, in the lobby. And all week, anytime their teams were around each other, Slim says, Tommy, Tommy, I'm about to catch a body. Just messing with him the wow. whole time. And that's what we haven't never... Just whispering never at seen, never Even seen with that. Logan. Yeah. Logan <laughs> was never, as, as Laws rightly said, Logan was never that confident. Yeah. Like, to a point where Slim is very good at putting that out. Yeah. And Slim will convince you. Like, mm. he, Slim started to convince me. I was like, dude... I've seen it 
And I'm, I'm starting to, to kind of turn here because not because like temper's not confident, but because Slim is just this two weeks notice, uber confidence coming out. And he's, and he's finishing every Dropping opponent. everyone. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I said it last night. He is. I, he became a superstar. Yeah, ba- based on what JJ showed and what Slim showed, it's so difficult to imagine who's the better guy right now mm-hmm. because of who they were fighting against. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Slim was like a. It's a challenge. But uh, well, in terms of betting odds, he he was maybe not favorite, but highly mm-hmm. betted on mm-hmm. in that fight because he is just. The build-up alone, I, I want to see the yeah, fight. Yeah. I really want to see it. Yeah. yeah. No, listen. That's the fight. KSI, who did, who did KSI call out? He said Slim, uh, then he went to Tommy Fury, okay. and a couple of... This That's l- probably... Like he's always got a... Yeah. A oh, your, your boy, you know, your boy. Oh, the, one, the human trafficker. Yeah. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know why, he basically went down a list of names. I like that, though. He had a bit of a shopping list. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know who else he said, which was kind of shocking? Your boy Gibb. Or the winner of Well, he said the winner. Yeah. And that was like, you know what, though? Interesting. You know what? I know they've sparred. They, there's a, love A couple there, of times, yeah. But this... <sighs> well, I want to leave that to you because I don't know as well. Like, is that something that's even realistic? I, I, here's the thing with Gibb. Yeah. To me, I don't think he should let friendship stand in the way of what he's capable of. Right. And if that is... It's a tough line. If, if if JJ said, look, I want the winner next, yeah. to me, if, if you're Gibb, how much money you're going to make out of that? And it's also an... Oh, that's, that storyline is the mm-hmm. only storyline that maybe becomes, surpasses Slim. Right. Where it's like, friends become... Friends. Yeah, and, and that's part of it, is, yeah. is, is all the... Like, I think there's a bit of a... There's a slight stagnation in the storylines at the moment mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You almost need to switch it up a little bit at yeah. the top level. I know there have been friends that have fought before. Like it was one of the early cards that we did. There were like people who knew each other yeah, relatively yeah. well. But it's much better if you've got these two guys who are more like brothers almost. And this, like, those. like you said, the storyline, the back history of it. And if it too, and if it's Austin McBroom, easy money because they yeah. like I said they, they asked me at the end of the show who would you like to see Matt? yeah I said Austin McBroom at the time because he's such a bastard like you know the scamming people all <laughs> yeah. of that he is such a perfect bad guy right and I so, think he, JJ would hate him yeah. yeah he would actively really dislike yeah, him yeah, yeah. and that's where the, it would boil yeah. but that's where I, and I get that I, I've seen that uh, or I've seen elements of that. And that's what makes me more curious to see Slim to or Gibb or someone else. The other side of Just it, yeah. to switch it up. Also because, uh, you know, again, with this influencer thing, they tend to want to keep the influencers, especially at the very top level, in their comfort zone. Yeah. Let's just get the bag. Yeah. Let's just make sure this goes. Yeah. Let's put people, you know, if we're talking about being athletics here, yeah. we're talking about something where... Let's put some you, competition. Yeah, like let's do some experimentation with this. Mm-hmm. Don't make this just about... And I get last night was very much an influencer event, the mm-hmm. kind of people who were in the room. But they were handing belts out laws and that means yeah. that there's a division there has that to be means right. that there's rankings and that exactly. means that there's moments where you know people are going to have to just fight each other yeah. if you want it to be legit and you want to turn this into something that's respectable maybe, maybe competitive hierarchy I that's see what that. you need if you're going to have belts competitive hierarchy right yeah. I do wonder though if that yeah I wonder how well it like influencers deal with that or how well the people in this space deal with being ranked like that. Because it's they, all already, I already know that some of them will watch that show back and be slightly pissed at me for what I said. Sure, or yeah. It's, things. It's, and unfortunately, it's that's, 
they they have to understand that like I'm part of the show. I was gonna say I'm it's... not. This ain't personal. Yeah, I'm not talking about your character generally right. as if you're a bad person. Right. I'm literally judging about your preparation and execution. It's not personal. The old rule but it's is hard to do that because as a man, yeah, men with ego, gonna take a lot we, personal. We yeah. we're, we're like we judge ourselves on how we do a few things in life and yeah. fighting tends to be one of them. And yeah. if someone says that wasn't very good, I get it. But unfortunately, if they want me, they're going to get me being honest. But that's kind of, I, I, personally, I feel like that adds to it. I feel like it adds to the narrative, it adds to the story. I think that the real, there are a few things that you need to acknowledge in the influencer space that are not actually conducive to good boxing. Mm -hmm. First of all, in the influencer space, you own your own channel. No one else really tells you what to do with it, really, right? right. So you can pretty much write your own narrative. Your audience pretty much believe whatever it is that you say. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You say, hey, this is how the fight went. And you know, we see this, yeah. you know, KSI's audience, say KSI's review after we do this podcast is, actually, I fought two legit guys yeah. and, and maybe it will be and fine. And he goes, I fought two legit guys. I proved myself on the night and anyone who says otherwise, fuck them. Yeah. You'll see people watch this podcast and go, nah, fuck you. You're a KSI <laughs> hater, blah, blah, blah. That gets in the way of it being a good boxing space, first yeah. of all. Secondly, you've then got they're not really used to being in real competition. Mm -hmm. Very often you should exist in your own bubble online. Boxers can't exist in their own bubble, really. They have to dip into each other's worlds. Doesn't work like that in boxing either, right? right. Well, you have fight camps and sometimes in MMA we've seen teammates fight, but it is rare. But you, yeah. but you know what I mean? You very rarely, do you, like, you know, the last time we saw it was like T whatever it was versus uh, PewDiePie and those guys were racing oh, and those things. Yeah. What I mean is actual competition. Yeah, Because right. you can also look at KSI and go, and like, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of influencers out there that go, well, if I'd have had that start, I'd be on 20 million subs, yeah. but I'm on 4 million, so I'm doing just as well. Like, you can justify all these things. Boxing is literally just about, did you outbox that guy or not? Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of, it, it, it makes it a bit messier almost mm -hmm. because very rarely do you see that in the influencer space. Influencer put face-to-face, -face, head head-to-head. You know, the only other place it really happens is in the fucking makeup game where or, those or, guys... Or, gonna, or gaming. Yeah, yeah or where, they wanna, where they want to rip each other's heads off. Yeah. But gaming, you can kind of go, ah, the game was fixed. Or, or, or the whatever. earlier podcast scene. Sure. Oh, I mean, goodness. that's, yeah, that's nasty bitches. That um, <laughs> the nasty of all, all of them is definitely the makeup one. But I I feel like boxing will come a close yeah, second. That, yeah. the, the makeup one, yeah. The, we need to get some makeup influencers in the boxing. That's absolutely. Double competition. I want yeah. James Charles versus that... Um, the other one. Jeffrey. Jeffrey oh Star. That's what I want. Yes. Get pink gloves on. Oh, yeah. now but, we're talking. Hey. Right. Yeah. Big money in that. Hey, no. Huge money in that. Hey, you, call it, you call it the, night, the <laughs> battle of the palettes. Just have, just have a bunch of screaming just have queens bunch of in, the, in the crowd. In <laughs> You call it malice on the palettes. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Nice work. And out of that, then, you know, we basically get JJ. I want a full face of makeup at the start of the fight. And whoever's makeup's the worst so speared, afterwards yeah. is the loser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the that stipulation. Yeah. And then Mate, after that, just. Misfits, make it happen. Yeah. That's kind of, if you want to be misfits. That's a misfit. That's that a misfit. That like, so, you know, uh, by the way, if you do end up doing that, we need 10% of whatever happens. Yeah, that's so, yeah, at least 10%. But no, I think I it is... The, I want the lot. I yeah. think that the competition and, and us having to, you know, I, I don't even want to say remain unbiased, but it's the Joe Rogan rule, right? It's you say what you see, and that is literally it, right? You can't but how, how many times things. over the years did Rampage Jackson and other fighters get the whole, uh, the huff with him? I know. Because he, and that's the game, though, right? Them. And yeah. what I'm saying is, look, any of them out there who are upset at what I've said... You got to deal with it yeah. because you're getting in the ring, and if it's not me saying it, it'll be somebody else saying it. At, at the end of the day, if you if and, and this is the fighter mentality, right? You're, like you said, everything's you're going to take it personally. But 
And it's one of those things like what a dad would say to a kid, listen to what I say, not how I say it type of thing. Like, And also prove me wrong then. If, if you think I'm wrong, right. the next guy you fight, show me that you don't you, have I'm, to, I'm wrong. Principal Skinner, right? And I was going to say, you don't have to agree with, with everything that you or I or anyone says, right? It's just we are doing the job that we have to do to make sure that this thing remains legitimate, at least in some fashion. We, we were right? trying. We were trying. Can I ask you this then? Oh, you by know, the way, they wrote a little article about something I said about the um, two in one night thing. Oh, no. oh in the mirror? Yeah. Shout what did you, what did you Jordy say? Jordy makes crude comment. Oh, no. JJ, two in one night. Makes it, crude it, There was also an article below like, this. This is what you went to journalism spray. school for, you prick. Oh, no. Honestly. Do you know what I mean? Brian, this, this ain't a pro boxing night. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. I'm going to make jokes. That's part yeah, of it. Yeah. People are working on the showbiz desk. It's oh. 1 a.m. and they're literally watching back through and they're like, did he say something that might be vaguely sexual there? I think we can make an article. Oh, oh no, bro. It's weird, though. Why don't we do this? Why don't we talk about... Uh, fights. <laughs> the fights. Why don't we talk about KSI? We haven't really talked about it, like what he looked like in there. We've talked about Pineda. we talked about Swarms, but, you know, it's been three years, right? I'm, I'm conducting this now interview. Um, uh, yep, sure. Yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> it's been three years, right? Mm -hmm. First impressions as he's now back, what do you think? As an athlete, I was very impressed. I thought you looked extremely fit, fit strong. Push-ups, clapping push-ups. But this is the point. Okay. I, next fight, I don't want to say no clapping push-ups. Better not have that kind of energy. Yeah, because if right. you have, the other guy's not... What it's not want. level, yeah. yeah. Um, some very good body shots. Um, yeah, he can crack to the body. I seen. I, I literally was looking through the ropes and I'd just yeah. seen that Pineda like... Eh. Yeah, squinting. Like, yeah, he yeah. was not enjoying that. Right. Um, I think um, his hooks look good, yeah. but I thought his shot selection, and this is literally the, the day after, right? I haven't watched it back. Yeah. I remember thinking your shot selection, you could be setting these up better. Yeah. Like what Sol Papi did. He really set yeah. that moment up so easily, so quickly. I think he made hard work of it because, yeah. not because he couldn't get them out there quick enough. He just didn't pick his, his spots right. adequately. And it, my main thing is, if someone is running away, it's tough. Man. You wanna you wanna close the distance, but get your jab going. Yeah. Set yeah, yeah. things up behind the jab. Yeah. And I felt like he was just in kill mode. And any boxer, and I, even uh, Vidal Riley in mm -hmm. one of his uh, fight the first fights back after that long layoff, mm -hmm. once he had him hurt, Vidal tensed up and was mm -hmm. really trying to mm -hmm. get him out of there. JJ did a similar thing. Yeah. So this isn't something that high level pros don't do. He did a similar thing. Yeah. So all I all I'm thinking is it's good that he's got the cobwebs off, but next time. He has to think more. Yeah. I think it was a little too emotional in there um, and not enough playing right. boxing. Play your game. Right, right. There was, yeah. a, there was a, there was a uh, it's like an old saying, you know, you want to walk the dog around that ring, right? Mm. You want to be able to, to lead guys where you want them to go. And that is off your jab, right? And the, the, you said shot selection is something I really, uh, I thought as well, like, Multiple times, especially in the Pineda fight, I think he fell in love with the overhand right a lot, right? He mm. fell in love with that big shot that he lands on everyone. It's a cracker, right? That's he his can, shot. He can it? land it, mm. but, but when you're, you want to see... When you're telegraphing it, and I was as say, he was, yeah. it, it makes the ability when everyone, to, to when, hurt the guy yeah. so much less because he's like, well, I know what's coming. Every 40,000 people time. knew it, yeah. Yeah, every yeah. time. That That's why it's all puppies was so good because yeah. the guy didn't say come because he moved him yeah. and then came with the other hand. Yeah. There's being able to frame someone, like I said, just push them yeah. where you want them to be. And and also too, you know, with KSI and like you talked about with guys 
being such novice guys in there, it's almost harder to get the leash on them, to walk them around, right? Because they're not moving like a normal boxer. They're not coming is. towards you. No. That, most knockouts happen because the guys walk onto right. it. Yeah, or, or because you've seen a familiar yeah. tendency or you've seen an ability for yourself to go, oh, I can capitalize on this. Even when the, they swarms, are, the swarms, the finishing I was gonna swarms say, fight, yeah. Swarms is actually running away. When he's doing it, spins and running but, corner but to when, corner. When the final punch lands, I mean, he's he's moving away. Mm -hmm. He didn't even catch Swarms flush there. No. And the referee was just like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. I don't know if KSI caught, uh, to the body, he had some really nice shots. I don't know if he caught Pineda or Swarms with that flush right hand. No, no, he didn't. The and and, and the fact that he didn't, I think, says work to be done. Yeah. Like, ultimately... We were going to compare this to Jake Paul because he's made this all about Jake Paul. Yeah. And I think this is, if I was to say what, what kind of fight is this like, maybe it's a bit disrespectful to Ben Askren, but in terms of Ben Askren's hands, they're not good. But the difference was is Ben came forward, yeah. which enabled Jake to annihilate him. Yeah. Whereas these guys just had no interest in doing that. And I yeah. think it is so hard to judge JJ, but I think... it. If brutally honest, I expected a little better, but I think had he had a better opponent, we would have seen better. I think but, it's fair. Can I ask you a question? What do you think JJ's thinking today, post-fight? Because we've all had that moment in our life where you know a youth, in your mind, it goes a certain way, mm. and the adulation comes your way, and it's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be really good. And then you do it, and it doesn't quite work out, or yeah. the, the human reaction in the room, or the fight well, just doesn't I, go. How do you think he's I, feeling about that? I you feel know like, I mean? honestly, I feel like that today. For, even just for myself, not because I was like, oh, you know, I didn't do. It's just one of those things where you have that that post fight pullback to reality, yeah. where you're like, ah, did I do everything I wanted to do? Did I was I as good as I could have been on that night? I have that every time I've done uh, some creator clash included. When I was like. Ah, did I did I really go out and smash it? And I think there's going to be a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that, especially with I guess when you're you know you're building up a fight, you're never going to go. Well, you know, obviously this yeah. guy's going to run away from me. No. I'm going to chase him around the ring. But therefore, there becomes this psychological side where he's built it up and built it up. And then, do you think he feels a little anticlimaxed in I'm a sure way? I'm, I don't even know if it's because of you know his quote unquote performance, but I think just because of the moment itself, right? Yeah. You build for so long. He was building right. for Wasabi. Yeah, so, exactly. That alone right. makes it slightly anticlimactic yeah. for him, I guess. But I wonder what the people around him are saying. Because that, that can right. have a massive influence. And um, of some of the things I was hearing, I, look, I, I remember seeing uh, Bazinga. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say he, beforehand, I mm -hmm. seen a little clip of him going, I expect him to wash these guys, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that people in his immediate circle were saying similar things to me means, okay, the expectations were roughly the same in his friendship group as what I had. Right. So hopefully like people are just, you know, always honest with him. But yeah. it's his boxing coach that I think uh, is most important. And Has to be, um, has to be. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what, you know, it's obvious everybody knows Alexis over at Shoot Fighters. He's been in the game for a long time now. Trains a lot of MMA guys, trains a lot of Muay Thai guys and some boxers, right? Let's not forget he did train Derek Chisora for the uh, the Usyk fight. It was with he David. He was there Hay. last night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying, man. Oh my gosh. I thought, I, as soon as he walked by, I was like, no one give this man a table. It's yeah. going in the air if you give him a table. Yeah. He said but, to me, you look like Tyson Fury. I went, I ain't. I ain't you're like, hey, the, listen, yeah. I don't Mate, you know Don't I mean? get me confused yeah. right now because I know what you want to do with Tyson Fury. Let's yeah. just leave that. Yeah, forget that. Um, I'll be Tyson Furry for right now. I'll be like, how do you make that weight? Because I weigh I like so much more than Chisora. No. And also, oh. yeah, David Hay, he had him for a long time. So he's well-versed. And I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure he's honest with KSI. And I think the thing that they'll take away from this is they can be proud of the work they put in to get to this point, just like anybody else that's been off right. for years, right? 
when you have that work to get to that point, okay, maybe you're not the most polished you wanna be yet, but that's what these next couple fights are for because even KSI, after the fight, you interviewed him, Jake Paul's name was not mentioned, right? He wasn't like, give me Jake next. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. I yeah. don't think he's quite there yet. And I think he knows that. Yeah. And there's nothing, by the way, nothing wrong with that. Mm. Let's, let's go back at three or four years when KSI beats Logan and Jake didn't want that fight. Exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? Everyone has to have things. You gotta have that balance. Yeah. So it's, it's Jake. Here's, is, here's the worry. Here's the worry. You got Wembley Stadium. Yeah. You've got an insane amount of money that can be made by these two men. Yeah. The problem is. Do we get there? Do we even get that fight? Yeah. Because as we've seen with uh, Conor Ben and Eubank Jr., they, they made a fight in a rush because they were like, one of us could lose. Yeah. All of this is not quite as special. Yeah. And with tricky fighters like Saul Papi and Slim and, and the winner of McBroom and yeah. Gabe, JJ has quite a few options that are going to be difficult that could mean he may lose a decision or something right. Something can something go can wrong. Happen, right. Something can go wrong is the point. So they, they kind of need to make those steps. No, I, I want to, yeah, I know, the, the, I know what you're going to say. The, the go point ahead. I'm making is they need to make those steps, but they need to make them carefully and quickly. They need maybe one or two fights more each yeah. that they win and then make the fight in the summer of uh, 2023, in my opinion. My only argument against that, and I think you're kind of right, mm. Sometimes I do, and I've been thinking this the whole time, I'm not, I'm not really a boxing guy. Like, I enjoy watching it, and I've definitely, I developed a taste for it because of you, but I'm, I don't know, you know, I've not grown up with it. The only thing, the only difference I see with this is boxing people go, they think of belts, they think of routes to get to belts, yeah, they yeah, think yeah. of ways to get to places. This isn't quite the same thing. And I don't think you're wrong, but I think sometimes... It's more WE. It's more WE. Yeah. So it's like, if, it, if JJ loses, people almost want to see him have to reach even further to get to so, Jake. So here's the problem sense. for me. And then Jake can play on it's that. It's the mystique, right? Yes, right yes, now, okay, yeah. let's say JJ has an astounding... Um, Performance against a slim yeah. finishes him. Flatline, yeah. Jake slim, Paul, what if you win? J Jake Paul <laughs> does the same to Anderson Silva, right? Right. That fight just becomes more compelling. It yeah, becomes right. bigger because then they're both looking so good and they're not. But the more weaknesses one shows, mm -hmm. the less intrigue there is for this fight, which is why. Given JJ's opponents mm -hmm. last night, I am concerned as to who is selecting these, who is managing his way to a Jake Paul fight, because yeah. that is not something you can learn on the fly. No. And I know Mams is involved, but I don't know who, I, I'm sure- um, Shoe fighters obviously are yeah, going to be advised. Are involved, involved yeah. and also the, uh, was it the brothers? Sarlin, Sarlin, yeah, yeah Wasserman. Um, so this is a careful operation that they need yeah. to execute because there is potentially $100 million, pounds, whatever, yeah. each. You're talking yeah. about a fight that... Minimum, right? It yeah. could be a, this could two, be the biggest million. payday. Two million pay-per-views, it could easily... Yeah, yeah. a YouTuber More. has ever received. And Jake, Jake and JJ, that is why, more than any... And I know it's, it's you know, money's money, or what, but, but this is a different level of money than yeah. even they are used to. And I can say, like... Jake could lose his next fight and you could still make that fight. That's the one, like, if KSI loses, I don't know, you know? You can't, you, you can't lose to Slim and make a Jake exactly, Paul fight, but, but... It's also, I think, to go along with that, though, it's just that JJ has to win his last fight before he faces Jake. Uh, I yeah. think they both have to, yeah. Yeah. But... <sighs> and I think KSI needs multiple. I don't think uh, we need one. I think, right, yeah. maybe two more after uh, this. At two least more. two. Do you mean uh, legit convincing? I mean, like, YouTuber, per, like boxer next right and if he does away with whoever 
we do got to step into the, you know, I don't want to say the same arc Jake went into, but it needs to be that next. Have level. you said to me, what's a, what's a dream yeah. scenario? Right, Brian, what's a dream scenario? Lawrence, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Right? We've got <laughs> Slim. Yeah. But you beat Slim. So we're just, we're, we're putting it out there. It's Slim. I, I think I think Slim, just because of what yeah. he brings to the table as a full package. Slim, Salt mate, Poppy, whatever. Yeah. I think Salt Poppy, his hands are lethal, but Oof. I think Slim brings the, the, sell, the sell, everything. The sell, he makes it sell. entertaining. Yeah. Then a Tommy Fury, maybe. Yeah, oh. I can see that. Wow. If he beats Tommy, the intrigue of a Jake Paul is is enormous uh, then. So there's, there's, there's the roadmap for yeah. three fights and then Wembley. Yeah. No, I. I that's, that's and I know JJ is already talking about January as his comeback. Yeah, Another so that's one. six months. Uh, so I easily can that's, get, yeah. you know, the ring rust that he, he had, that's gone, or at least you would think somewhat gone. The next six months, go back and sharpen also, the tools. Also, wow. Logan said he would like the box on the card. On the card, yeah. In January. Now that is JJ. interesting, yeah. because who do you give him? I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe the, the uh, you know, your boy over in Romania. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, nah, we're good. I don't. I think, the thing, I think I'd the rather him just be still left in his little box. I mean, Dylan Dennis is always even, a go. What we're calling Rumble. Listen, I, I don't even think it's that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just actually think the interest is gone. You think it, it uh, went, that bubble? That bubble's good. The, the, yeah. the five minutes of fame are over. No one cares. Yeah. So moving on, can, put can, him in his box. See you. Can I? Can I actually say one thing? And I thought it was really smart, and it kind of worked, and we didn't quite work out why they don't do this more. Start the car with yeah, a big fight. Yeah. Finish the car so, with a big fight. Yeah, so because start it, was it with full, Logan, finish it with James. Oh it was a God, full yeah. arena it, from, from the very beginning. Yeah. That. We looked up. So, I didn't even know there was a third deck. Okay, so right. here's, no, here's, here's the idea. Uh, it could be McBroom versus Logan, oh, JJ versus Slim, that. or vice versa. Right, right. But the point is, is... Get them both. If McBroom beat... Gib, obviously, which I'm rooting for Gib, and I really believe Gib will win that fight. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But be, just because... McBroom is such an asshole to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? He makes a good bad guy. It's, it's so tough to match Logan. I don't know if he is an asshole. I've just been told that. No, no, he, no, he comes he, that way. I don't know. Yeah, I think he'd make a good bad guy. Every, no, he, it's he, tough he, because I don't know him personally, but everyone that scamming. deals with him it's the as a business like, yeah. move, it just seems like everyone gets screwed over by it. I, I kind of, the thing is, from the, from the story I see on like the Ace Family thing, I want him to be a nice guy. Seems like you'd, you'd just, yeah. Yeah. It's just like the one, like... There's talent hear, there. Ultimately, yeah. there's boxing talent. He, well, he's a natural athlete too, right? He's a yeah. guy that, you know, we talk about Logan and we talk about Jake being natural. He's the same one. He played college basketball. And, mm -hmm. and I've seen some of his stuff. He's not, he wasn't a bad basketball player. He's pretty yeah. good. Well, we know basketball players don't always make the best boxers. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But he has taken the time to actually do it. I still hold on to the fact that Nate didn't spar leading up to the Jake fight. You know what Nate did do? He came forward and he was in shape. Yeah, yeah. And, and it made and, it a little tougher than it should have been for Jake. And Because he was the, like, I can't. But the point no. is, is the highlight reel knockout came because, because he, he was engaging. It, yeah. And that's what these other two did. Not, they, yeah. they didn't have the balls, basically, yeah. to do what Nate Robinson did. So... Shout out Nate Robinson. Shout man. out Nate, man, and two-time slam dunk champ. Uh, that's the that's the real thing. He doesn't have any other rings. Is there any other uh, uh, fights that we should be talking about here? I mean, we do have yes. October coming up. In no, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, N neither of you actually mentioned Deji at any oh point in this whole Lord. fucking podcast. Oh, okay, so Deji was a uh, performance of the night for me. Has to be for me, yeah, because of, because of where he was yeah. to where he is, right? Because everyone had told me. I talked to Leon. I talked to Vidal. I even talked to KSI. I'm like. What am I not seeing here? Like, why is it in, in this last time? Because I see little bits. I see flashes. And they're like, bro, in the gym, he is doing this to guys. In the gym all the time. It's like, which when we get 
that next kind of transition in the people and the main event, yeah. it just doesn't come out. It, it, his, his mood. It so, came out this time. His mood was so different all week. Mm-hmm. All week when Fuzzy was so intense, and you yeah. you even said to me yeah. when we were off camera, it was like maybe he's a little too intense. Like is he yeah. too riled up, yeah. too emotional? Yeah. Deji's like, okay, I'm and, just gonna throw hands. And the difference was this time, you know, Deji had heard. And the Alex, you know, build up everything everyone had said about him. And he was very cautious about saying something that was going to get him in trouble should he lose. Mm-hmm. This time, it didn't feel like that. It felt like Deji wasn't talking because he didn't feel like he had to, right? He was like, eh, I know what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? That was the difference. Not, I don't want to talk because I'm scared of what's going to happen if I do. I just don't have It's to. like failing your driving test, like a yeah. few times or whatever for him. Yeah. It's like it's, it, the nerves are gone now because yeah. he knows what it feels like. Experience yeah. is experience, whether it's good or bad. You've yeah. been in there, you've seen it, you've seen the worst of the worst. It can't get worse, right? Unless you just get flatlined, but he'd seen it. And so this time, all he had to do was correct little things here and he had the- He, he managed and, the fight well. One thing I will say is when I watched a little bit of the highlights, I remember thinking- you're taking your little breathers with, mm-hmm. with, and Vidal always told me about this early on. He was like, you got to breathe within the round sometimes yeah, yeah. and catch those little breaks to recharge. And he managed the fight. And Fuzzy, for all, he was super fit coming into it. You wouldn't have known it because yeah. he didn't manage the fight. And he, and, he just, and I, it was the same thing. He walked right for, which I thought he would. And I thought, honestly, it wasn't a terrible strategy, but he started chasing Deji around. He was just walking right into him and snaking back and forth. And what Deji did, good and kind of similar was go back to the Vinny fight. He came out like a rocket, right? Yeah. Trying to take Vinny out. But this time he did it under control. Like you said, he caught his breath in moments in the clinch. Uh-huh. Relax, shake the arms out, wait, wait, then explode, right? It was four or five, take some time off. One, two. Fuzzy also, if, if I'm being brutally honest, I think um, very impressive shape coming in. I do give him credit. Shredded. And also his post-fight interview actually like got me. Yeah, thought, man. Yeah. Mate, that's how you lose. Yeah. You took it like a man, you gave your credit, you said what this means to you, yeah. it kept it moving. I really respect that. And that's why in, in the P- uh, Pineda uh, and, and Swarm's fights, I, I was disappointed with yeah. that they didn't just do what they should be doing in there. Yeah. As, you know, you signed up for this, you know? So yeah. I credit him for that. But the one thing I will say is hand-eye coordination. It's just not there for some yeah, guys. Some people, you're just not going to be a boxer. No. Do you know what I it's mean? It's just not there yeah. like naturally for some guys. fine. No offense, Lauren. No, no, yeah. (laughs) Very passive aggressive. It's just not sometimes though. It don't matter how much you work on it. You'll get, you know, incrementally better. Yeah. But if your hands and your feet and your hips and your shoulders don't agree with you, you know, it's just not gonna get together. Like it's like dancing. It really is. People just cannot dance. It really is. I mean, me, I was blessed with hips. I got caught trying to dance last night too. I was, you know, Slim's walkout, you know what I mean? Thousand miles. I was giving it the little shimmy too. I do like it. Shout out to you. Rock. Got caught on camera doing that. Made uh, it way downtown. I did. Mate, it did. By yeah. the way, again, slim. I just think real boxers should be watching this and just being like, "This is how you make yourself into a character, 100%, man." Right. Hundred percent. They're they're so boring. They're, they're yeah. I'll take anyone next to yeah, yeah. off for me. Oh yeah. man. I know. Call people out. Be a character. Be Deji a did though. Deji yeah. said Bryce Hall next. What yeah, do you think? Bryce Hall's a great fight. It's gotta be it, mate. It's great. Put him in. A, put him in a main event. He, yeah, Deji just became. I, I think that might happen. Deji just became the superstar people wanted him to be for so long. Do you know what? Yeah. And there's a just class, like that. for me. I mean, undefeated. I have a mm-hmm. thing where I feel like I can. Um, I get a read on people. I get a feel for people yeah. very quickly, and with for years with Deji, I've been up and down. There's yeah. been times where I'm like, "What a lovely guy," yeah. and there's been times where he kind of becomes his own worst enemy and I get, yeah. and I've been frustrated by that and his attitude towards me and other people has just been a little bit off sometimes but the other day he was so 
in a kind headspace. Mm-hmm. I could feel like mm-hmm. it, he was at peace with himself. He wasn't this like this character that he'd been in the past, which yeah. is uh, rubbing people up the wrong way. Yeah. He was just full of kindness and he, just in the perfect headspace. And now I think like, okay, you're going to be the guy that you want to be right. as a man. Like, yeah. And I'm not talking about boxing even. I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. Like, you know, th- you have those moments and I had it where my ego is getting in the way of who, mm-hmm. I, who, who I can be because yeah. I'm too busy worrying about people's opinions of me. And I'm no doubt that Deji's probably gone through a bit of that when you've lost a few fights, people are talking shit. But he just seemed in a great place in his life. Think, about, yeah, think about how young Deji is too, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's becoming a man right in front of everyone's eyes. Just like yep. KSI did, just like Logan, Jake, all those guys. But he was even younger. But he was younger. Yeah. And now he's becoming that age where people forget. I don't even know how old he is, but he can't be past 25, right? Uh, he's one, it wants to be about 25. Yeah, so it's just now yeah. coming into that age where he is you know, developing all of these things that he's had around him and he's seen. And he's, like I said, he's becoming the person that he's comfortable with. And I think that's the biggest difference I saw. When I was sitting next to him at the presser, just interacting with him, he was just himself. He mm-hmm. wasn't trying to put on something for me because I'm the YouTube boxing guy and everything he says to me is like, oh. He must have better people around him as well because, I, so. I mean, remember that when he lost that fight against God. the blonde kid. I know. Uh, the, the group of boxing guys he had around I think, him. I think, Sorry, they, were they boxing guys? I thought they it were. It was a stag do. It was Party a, house. The <laughs> traveling circus is what that yeah, was. Frat that was boys, a yeah. mess. But daily, he gives a lot of credit to. And I think for a good reason, he, you know, Deji will, I think, and I can probably speak to a little bit of this, he trusts very few, it seems like. And when he does trust you though, like Daly, like Leon, like Calvin, all those guys that are now in his camp, it's like he wants not only to do it for them and for JJ and the, but now they've ingrained. And he, he quoted that, him. that friend of his at the end where he was like, Shane, yeah. his mate who said, I'm sick of you uh, losing. Yeah. And uh, we, a lot of people don't have those conversations. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's got someone in, in around him that would yeah. say that is good. Did you see the moment where his parents came back into the dressing room? I haven't seen that. It's a sweet moment. It's worth watching. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And you can see... Um, the moment at the end where the brothers embraced. Yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw JJ in the locker room going crazy. Didn't Don't think he had any pants on. So I don't know if that was the wow. right shot to get. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, I think he had his, you know, his, his, his uh, boxers, but no pants. <laughs> but, uh, Impressive. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, yeah. nice shot. Um, um, he, he looked, I mean, uh, you could see how proud Leon was. Yeah, and of I, course. I, I'm, so many people credit Leon with getting them in, into incredible shape. I'd love to know what Leon do, does with people because yeah, he's a, he works uh, with a man. Like abuse. The, guy, <laughs> the guy absolutely beasts people. The dude power lifts tree trunks, yeah. son. And I get that, but but you know, do you know what I think about it is, is and it's kind of um, assume that when you get a personal trainer or someone like Leon, then you'll just do the stuff that that. That, that guy says, right? right? So many people get these guys, and Deji's had a few people who've gone, mm-hmm. listen, we're going to work you hard, and they've let the guy get into terrible shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes the person to invest in Leon as well. Yeah. And yeah. also honesty, and I think that's what Leon brings but to That's what Leon's got. Leon's yeah. got this energy, which is, he's quite a pure guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's very yeah. straightforward. No bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and, but also in such a positive way. I just really love to get into the room and I kind of want to get in his head and see how he gets this out of people mm-hmm. because I think there's a real skill in that. Like that's a really valuable skill is to be able to motivate someone to a degree to end up even just looking like Deji. Yeah. Because you remember what Deji looked like two fights ago? Yeah. The body he had, all these kind of things. Mate, that's fine. so much heavier. But, and I get that, but that's fine for an everyday guy who's walking around, doesn't want to fight, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. there are loads of people who, you know, they go to work and they look like that every day, right? Right. That's, that's fine. But 
not if you want to get in a ring and you no. want to be, you want to be the opposite of that. So, I mean, credit to those guys for getting him even there, and credit to Leon for being able to motivate people who have money, yeah. who have, who can just go. You know what? I give up. I don't right. care. They, they Let's don't just drop out. Yeah. I'll say I've got an injury, or whatever. They, he gets these guys to a very impressive point in their lives. I agree. And yeah. then daily too, with with absolutely Deji's skill. I'd heard Daly talk this week about De Deji trying to be more Canelo-ish, and I didn't know exactly what he meant until I watched. And it's a lot of like heavy lean on the front foot, heavy jutting the chin for to draw out my shots. My favorite, my favorite <laughs> moment <laughs> in the Deji fight. I was looking through the ropes. I, I wasn't even watching the montage. No, I never can. And, and, and I see in Deji being like, "Come on, then." Yeah. Come on then, and just I was bring like, it. "Wow!" Just so he can, wow! Just so he can <laughs> lean How about the lean, the lead hook? Yeah, yeah. The timing to land a lead hook going backward for a check is so hard to do. Yeah. And I never seen Deji even come close to doing something like that. And then to land it, plant, boom, uppercut. Every he had everything working. And, and, and for years, Vidal told us Deji may be the more talented. He had it of yeah. the two brothers. Yeah. And we're seeing evidence of, uh, you know, of how talented he is when he's fully fit. There is, that was one thing I was wondering while you were sitting talking about the, the fight or the lead up to the fight of uh, JJ versus Jake. Whether if Deji, being, as, being the more talented brother, maybe on the B side, but building himself up, has some sort of say in there, whether Jake sort of goes... Jake's got a bit of a sadistic side. I just wonder if he goes, I'll take Deji first and then we'll see what happens oh with KSI. God. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're, if you're, if you're, it's not, it's not an uncompelling matchup. Do you know what I mean? Jake does the two in one night, Deji first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's going to take a you while. You know, the talk about the Deji fight, there, there was, uh, I was on the pre show for a minute with uh, Joe, Joe yeah. Muller, and he, I oh, said, well, what about you yes. getting back in the ring? And there was a mention of if they do Wembley, KSI, Jake Paul. Wow. I would take one of like, a fight would, like that, and I would I would like so, to see it, man. Yeah. Him or Bryce, I think it's a perfect matchup for Deji to stay within that build phase and mm. see exactly where his skills are, but also not jump, not take that massive jump. I, I think Deji cleans Bryce out in uh, two rounds. I, mean, I, I would about, want to see. It. You know what, man? I, I will say, Joe, Joe's a tricky one because Joe's such a physical specimen. Yeah. But last time he had no boxing experience right. and I, well the guy who was training him wasn't Bryce's Bryce is gritty I will say and, and boxing skill I understand it's nowhere near the level that we would want to see him at I will say this though Bryce is a former wrestler he's a gritty guy and I would want to see like we do with all these guys that level from first fight to second see, I, here's what right. I think about Bryce is I, I really like him as a character in this in this whole thing he's great in it great shit talker funny guy Brings out the the bad blood in right. the system, but I think he's one of those wrestlers who it can wrestle. It doesn't put together here, but but can, can, you know, great grappler, just can't throw punches right. in the, like a Ben Askren type. I could be wrong though. Uh, we'll see. Maybe he's maybe gonna. We'll see, yeah. Maybe he's training. Uh, and I don't know about. I think Joe has more natural talent than Bryce. Either fight. When I've seen Joe um, just doing little bits here and there in the past few years, I've been like, you know, you should just if if you want to do this again, just go for it. Yeah. Get in a boxing camp. ASAP, yeah, because I think he has good potential, and that fight sells. Like it out here, Joe Weller, Deji. That's, that a, huge, that's a that's a you could main you could you main could pay per view it, not even just yeah. main event. You could pay per view it. You could, but you know the the event we're talking about starting the night. There you go. Put them, put those two on the start. What, that feels. I'm not joking. In like, Wembley? I, yeah, it, it changed the night. Yeah, because you remember in the early fights, there's still this like people are still filtering in. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. It's just this guy versus this guy. Well, we're just there for KSI. It was so packed. They 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 started. They only opened the doors 30 minutes before the show was about to start. Uh, they had to delay the show 20 minutes. Yeah. 
That's how many people were just flooding exactly. to try to get in. And the O2 does this. The O2 does this week in, week out. So it's not like this is like something where it's like, oh, well, we don't know how many people are going to turn up here. Maybe if they'd sorted the fucking tickets out properly, they wouldn't have that issue. <laughs> yeah, fair, bro, that was a real problem. <laughs> I'd love to see the next fight in real, in person. Um, one fight I want to cover before we end. Uh, well, kind of the next event that they've yeah played. let's talk about that Vitor Belfort versus Hassim Ratman Jr you know who's the so strange quote unquote co-main on that card is that um, TGF your boy bro? Jay Swingler Jay Swingler yeah. coming back into the scene and I think he might be a guy he's another one who, right. I, who I can imagine in that dead G Joe Weller I size think, yeah, uh, yeah. size and skill yeah. I, I've seen you know he's he's been very coy which is a good thing in this scene you don't want to give too much up because guys see it and they're like fuck now, that one thing we know I'm about Jay that, you know? Uh, after that Gibb fight is heart determination, determination exactly like, he ain't gonna be but skill I'm seeing now yeah. I'm seeing some you know I'm, really? just a little bit of stuff but I'm mm. seeing some stuff from Jay and I know like you said he's already a gritty dude He's mm. he's already down to go and scrap it out, and he's slightly yeah out. yeah and, <laughs> as well right no that's true but yeah I would think he would he would he would admit yeah. that but I don't know who the guy he's fighting yet I, I just saw yesterday and I was doing the production I haven't yeah, really seen I've it never heard of but this other guy. the fact that he's back yeah is a, is a plus for the YouTube and the crossover boxing story. he's an amazing character anyway but, yeah like what but he does the, the, the Rockman and, and Vitor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's talk about that this is this is for the for the real fight fans out there you know Vitor Belfort an old MMA I don't want to say legend because I don't really... Without without the sauce, would he have been? What he did to Michael Bisping, it, it's, it, it'll it never sit right way. with me. Yeah, you know, this thing. guy was juicing, Bisping wasn't, and right. it left Bisping with, with one eye, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because he, and he messed up Rockhold the same way. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys that, that suffered from TRT Vitor. Yeah, you know? this, this is, and, and no doubt we're going to get... TRT Vitor. 100%. Absolutely. But the pro problem is, is he's in there with a much bigger guy who's an actual yeah. boxer. And I will give Vitor's credit. One of the youngest, at the time, I think the youngest UFC champion. Yeah, he's like that, 20, yeah. 21. And then John Jones was like, yeah, hold my beer, but, or hold my yeah, Viagra. Yeah, he starched their Vandalay <laughs> Silva right, my, in the early days macros. of the UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there, were some, there were some guys that, that... He had the fastest hands, basically, that we'd ever seen in MMA. Vitor was fighting when you could still wear shoes in mm. the octagon. Yeah. Where he was punching and in kicking. a pair of clocks. With shoes. Incredible on. stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, Doc but Mark, he's been so. around, you know? He's, 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 he's been around. kicked him in the head. How's he said it? <laughs> it was wild times, man. But he, he's been around. I think he fought Tank Abbott, too, and, and messed Mate. him up. He Shout was, out. He <laughs> was a real specimen. Yeah, like, yeah. 19, 20 years old, just he, messing he, dudes he, up. Yeah, it was but brutal. Hasem Rockman, right? A guy that is a, a bridge weight, you know, 220 plus, 224-ish. This is going to be a tough, tough deal for... And I know Vitor's a, a, a Do you tough know Rackman, guy. though, he was talking about, I still want to be a world champion, all that. I was like, I think nah, he's... Nah, I, don't, I don't know what... I don't know right. what Hassan wants to do because I think he has gotten a taste of what we do over here in this in this influencer. You mean money? And he, yes, of course. But he's actually not bad at the internet side. You know, no, he's actually... No. His press conference with Jake was fantastic. I'm saying... I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying, like... I think what he told... There's two roads. Right. I, I guess he's trying to go the let me get more famous I think he's wanting and then to do, cut across exactly. and jump the queue to get a, a belt of that's what I sort. think it is but the point is is I don't think you will come once you take the, the red pill once I don't see way. you coming back which I mean you There's, could argue may not even be a bad choice for him but it might not lead to the world titles right it might just lead to like you said the more money the more notoriety fame whatever but then at a certain big, point. Big, big dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, I watched that spa with uh, Jake and, you know... Uh, Jake, Jake had his moments. Jake did well. He but, had his moments. But, and for a guy that had only been boxing for a year and a half. Yeah. Had his moments, you know? And, and But on the other side, Asim's like, okay, that right hand, cool, nice. What else you got? You know, not really trying to punch you. Like, I mean, hold this jab. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that's cute. You know, whatever. I, I really 
wanted to see that fight in a way because they sold it so well. I by, did too. By that, that, that's one of the few times where who was the original fight he was supposed to be having? It was Tommy. Sorry, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the few times where they changed the opponent. I'm like, actually, I'm more interested. I got, I got more invested. Yeah. yeah, a lot of other people didn't feel the same way as nah, me. Nah, because but, of the name and yeah. yeah, but because of the skill, the danger. Yeah, yes. it went up. So yeah. I was like, okay. And I, I don't know this for sure. So guys, don't quote me out there if I get this wrong. I know the comments would be like, wait, it was actually. I think this is going to be a short round fight. I think we're talking a four rounder here with Hassan Rockman and, and Vitor. So that's fireworks. I, mean, I know Rotman will be happy with that. because I, I think that's what he was saying. He's not the greatest cast. He was like, oh, four and, rounds? And Vitor's a what? sprinter. So. And Vitor, you know, coming off the, the uh, historic victory versus uh, Evander Holyfield, we all know. <laughs> Mate, that was the worst thing. I, that, of, of all of the things that we have witnessed because of might have been one of the worst. this, Holyfield... Might have been one of the worst things. OAP Holyfield... <laughs> <laughs> against TRT <laughs> Belfort no it wasn't good it was See, the guy couldn't even take a body shot no. not even one I'm like it was. It, he was having trouble standing like without even bro he looked like just, Ronnie Coleman in there yeah he's you know? having trouble like, I'm like and it sucks man because that's, that's Evander fucking Holyfield we're talking yeah. about you know what I mean one of the greatest by the way like, and, when people talk about Alexander Yusik now what he's yeah, done too but that, was, that was that was Holyfield exactly. that's who they compare him exactly. to like, is he, is he at, at that level that's what I hate is the, the, the kids the younger generation see that and they might not do the effort to go back and watch how good he was and be like that's the guy this old that, that, whatever. What we were watching in that, that fight was a, an old man who took way too much punishment yeah. in his career and had no business. Shout out the shout out the Florida Commission once again. Yeah, I think also though, the, like those guys, that they realize when people want to get in and get some money, right? By the way, I I I had a little word with one of the commission guys. Oh yeah, I was like, uh, oh you, yeah yeah yeah. I was like the way, and I was like the swarms guy. Yeah, <laughs> started boxing two weeks ago. Uh, you sure about this? It was like, past the medical, I'm like, cool. Okay, okay then. then, yeah. Uh, he, he, he proved he was alive. Yeah. We're good to go. We're good to uh, go. I, I didn't realize it was going to be like this, you know, yeah. but I think in future, I just hope that nothing bad happens where a guy know, who has a matter of days, yeah. 14 days, has been doing mainly Weight Watchers. Yeah. Not not pads and you know bag work. Yeah, the right. day before when he went, when he did the weigh in, immediately went to Weight Watchers after, and they went, "Congratulations, my love, that's three pounds this week you've lost." So give him a round of applause. Gold stars, yeah, gold stars for Swarms. You're the biggest loser. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think you know. Hopefully that doesn't happen because in one, two, like we have to obviously acknowledge the fact that Alex unfortunately had to be pulled out of the fight, and things like that happen. It's the fight game, but mm -hmm. it the contingent again. This is the first one we learn from it. The contingency plan has to be. Let's have a backup contracted ready for months. Well, this is the thing. When Swarms was announced, yeah. that's what that we the, were told. Yeah. He, oh, and he always, came out and he's said... He's always been that, yeah. that, and I'm like... And he huh? came out and said, oh, I had two weeks to lose 11 kg and, and learn how to box. He's a runner. He's a track star. <laughs> what about the... Um, my, fav my favorite guy in the whole thing of this was the Nazi... The almost oh, JK yeah, at one yeah. point. Jeez, yeah. That was that seemed like some sort of like weird little side that, mission that, was, that, that you was another that was unfortunately <laughs> that was another example of the teething issues of yeah, this event. Yeah. I think you know the fact that people hadn't done their research yeah. and that someone had obviously thought he was He was a tough like, oh, this is a tough guy. Yeah. Like, another again, the marketing of a pro boxer. And you just they you, they you missed the get white more power than, tattoo. I missed the white power, and there was like a swastika. Sort you got to get a wide shot. You got to get yeah. a vertical. Yeah. Yeah. You know when missile. you're doing the medical, and they go, "I'm just going to put this uh, stethoscope on you, check just above the white power. I'm just going to pop yeah. that there." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he is alive. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
doesn't work like that. Pass the medical. Yeah, pass the medical. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was real. JJ to fight Hitler in the next fight. It'd be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> to be fair, I'd actually I'd love to see JJ beating the shit out of Hitler. Or any Nazi. I'm yeah, not I'm not discriminating. I wouldn't discriminate. No. Unlike them, I wouldn't discriminate. No, absolutely. So, yeah. Come on, come all. Yeah, exactly. So to speak. Um yeah. I think we've uh, we've chopped this up nicely. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah. It's been a good one. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Weird. Appreciate course, you, man. Pleasure, I love man. you. Fantastic. Uh, don't forget, if you want to check out the weird concept and all of the good stuff he is doing, I will put the link for his channel in the description below. And I look forward to doing uh, more work, hopefully with Misfit yeah. Boxing. Yeah, yeah. If they can sort my mates' uh, tickets out and... Uh, well, Tell me not to get in my pants at six o'clock. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, main, the main piece of feedback I would say is it did look like you're a few presenters short. So maybe if you just want to... Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Wade yeah. next to me. Yeah. Put Loz in the locker just, room yeah. with the lads in their pants. Yeah. yeah. you love that. I, I mean, as much as you did, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was The Weird Concept on True Geordie Podcast.